the Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert. Everything in the Gospel of Mark is very brief. We just heard that Gospel lasted about 25 seconds. And so Mark condenses what we see expanded in Matthew and Luke, that Jesus is tempted by the devil in the desert. And he just simply says, the Spirit drove Jesus out into the wilderness for 40 days. He remained there, and he was with wild beasts. So I want to break down the significance of the Spirit driving Jesus out for 40 days. And how that relates to Noah, who we heard in the first two readings. For St. John of the Cross, who is um, the premier doctor of the church on the spiritual life, he sees a spiritual life as needing two kinds of purgations, or cleansings, you know, how you purge crawfish, for instance, a kind of purgation that would remove sin so that we could be likened to God. He calls them active purgations. These are things that I do. Think of Lenten penances, active purgations. And what active purgations do is that they prepare me for passive purgations. And these are the sufferings that come my way. Consider just the crosses that we run into in daily life. But that ultimately these purgations, these sufferings, can lead me to greater sin or to be like God. And so we see that in the gospel, that the gospel of Mark is structured with active purgation, Jesus going out into the desert to be in combat with Satan. And then the passive purgation, of him accepting the cross for the salvation of the whole world. Not his purgation, but our purgation. And we see that also in the life of Noah. Noah, who it gets to experience from God, not the waters that uh, destroy the whole world, but these waters because he has the active building up of the ark allows the waters to buoy him up, to raise him up above the mountains, the scripture says, upward towards heaven whenever the waters come. In other words, whenever the sufferings come, whenever the temptations come, because he has done the active work of building the ark, he now experiences those sufferings as a ladder up towards heaven. And then that's continued. That's continued with um, Moses whenever he builds the Ark of the Covenant. Not a boat, but called an ark nonetheless. And made with similar design, this ark travels with God's people in the wilderness, not for 40 days, but for 40 years, as a sign of God's presence. And then later, it's the wood. The wood similar as there's wood in the Ark of Noah and wood in the Ark of the Covenant. There's lastly the wood of the cross, which Jesus mixes with his blood, the sign of God's presence, which is why we genuflect at the cross for Good Friday, because God is present now in suffering. And so for the Christian, 
The cross is what buoys him up as the ark buoyed Noah up toward heaven. It's by embracing that cross that we're able to do that. And so Lent then should be a time similar to Noah building the ark and us as the Christian building the cross so that when the floodwaters come, when the cross actually comes, whether that's family tragedy, loss of job, illness, uh, despair, whatever it might be, that we can raise up to heaven instead of being crushed. And so because Lent is that time, what are not great materials for building an ark? What are not great materials for building a cross? Giving up chocolate is not going to prepare me for the cross of Christ. Giving up um, Facebook once a day or once a week is not going to build up the cross of Christ. It needs to be some serious and prolonged experience of weakness this Lent that we need to take on. It's okay to fail. Unless you have made a specific promise to God about your Lenten penances, it's also okay to fail at your Lenten penance too. If we come out of Lent more humbled because we've taken on crosses that are preparing us for the cross of Christ that we're all supposed to embrace as Christians, then we've had a successful Lent. Rather than a Lent where I've set a goal, such as I'm not going to eat ice cream during the week, and congratulations, I carried out my Lenten penance. It doesn't prepare us for the cross of Christ. But we need to consider that as we begin our Lenten season, what is the Spirit driving us to do? It was the Spirit that drove Jesus out into the desert. Or are we listening to the Spirit at all and just trying to choose something that we're going to succeed at or maybe even be bored with by the end of it? But the Spirit should lead us to be tempted to struggle so that when the true cross comes, we can be buoyed up and not fear suffering and be lifted up to heaven.